All right, guys, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Volley. If you've never heard of the Volley app, your life is about to change. Volley is a video messaging platform for communicating with groups, team members, and individuals, and it's blowing the competition out of the water in terms of efficiency. If you like efficiency and productivity, you need to download this app. I just have to say it's a perfect program for organizations and coaching programs. I've been using it for months now, and it's been a game changer for our business. Check it out now for free at volley.app or in the App Store for Apple and Android. And as soon as you join, come find Video Marketing World. We'd love to have you as part of our Volley community. The secret is out. Video is the fastest and easiest way to get your viewers hungry for your product or service. This is the Video Marketing World podcast, and we are 100% dedicated to helping businesses, entrepreneurs, and creators grow their following and turn it into profit. We're going to bring in world-class guests who will educate us on the ins and outs of video marketing and business development, all so we can help you achieve your goals. Whether you want more views, more engagement, lead generation strategies, more profit, or simply to scale your business, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or live stream, we've got you covered. Now let's get to some video marketing. What's up, Video Marketing World? Welcome to the Video Marketing World podcast, where we teach business owners, coaches, consultants, brick and mortar people, service providers, white collar, blue collar. We teach you all how to use video to grow your business. I'm really excited about this one, you guys. Today, I'm going to be talking about my journey. And I think this is really important for you guys all to know, because I didn't start with a silver spoon in my mouth. (laughs) And honestly, like even people who start you know, advantageous in life, they still have their ups and downs. And so I, I respect everybody's journey. But I didn't start, you know, with any advantages. And in, in fact, like, I feel like I started with a lot of disadvantages. I'm, I am uh, ADHD, uh, always have been, didn't have a whole lot of friends growing up uh, because of it, because I was just too crazy, too wild. But what I have learned to develop because of that is this insane work ethic and really ideation, like that's where I just crush it. Like I can out idea most people and I'm an insane problem solver. Anyway, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back with this. My point is, is as I'm talking about my journey in this podcast, I I want you all to realize that like, no matter where you're at in life, you can grow, you can succeed, you can scale a business, no matter what you currently believe about yourself, because every single person in this world is capable of incredible things. There are people who are complete idiots who are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. There are probably billionaires who are complete idiots. The thing that they have that you might not have right now is self-confidence and the ability to problem solve and then put people in the right place to help you succeed. What I've realized about success is that a lot of success revolves around being wise, making good decisions, and then having the right people around you. So anyway, I've had this journey and over the last 18 years of being an entrepreneur, professional entrepreneur, for for whatever that means, uh, we actually had seven business failures in our first seven years of being married. My wife and I were married in 2004. We didn't have a business success really until about 2011. And so I want to go through those because there's some really important lessons that I learned. And I don't believe that anybody fails until they quit, until they give up. Uh, If you educate yourself along the way 
and you learn from your mistakes and you get smarter and smarter and smarter, then you can continue to grow and develop. And it's not a failure. It's part of your education. And you guys will kind of see some of that here in, in or, or you'll hear some of that in, in, in my story here in just a second. But I just want you all to know, like, I'm really adamant about this. Like, you are not a failure. If you're struggling right now, you are not a failure. If you slipped and fell, you're not a failure. You're not a failure until you quit, until you give up. If you learn from your mistakes, you will continue to grow. It's funny, we've, we've had a particularly difficult week in our business. We had to let somebody go. Uh, one of our contractors um, quit with no notice. And, and, you know, these were good people. You know, sometimes those circumstances just happen. And I was telling my team yesterday, I was like, you guys, we're going through a struggle this week, but it's always darkest just before dawn. And I, I truly believe that. Like every time something massive, insanely amazing has happened in my life, it's always preceded directly by something that is negative or something that's difficult or stressful because we grow and we learn in times of stress. That's why it's called a stress test. It's like you get, you get stronger, you learn how to get stronger by putting yourself in stressful situations. And not that I, I thrive in uh, stressful situations or anything like that, but I know that I always learn from stressful situations. Okay, so enough of that. Let's get into it. I want to take you back down our journey and talk about some of the businesses that we started and what happened and, and how we failed, quote unquote failed, and what I learned from it and how it's taken me to the point where I'm at today. So let's go back 2005, started a business called griphealth.com. We sold vitamins and supplements. We organized deals with wholesalers and we got vitamins and supplements. I created a, a website and I tried to sell from that website. I did not sell anything. What's interesting is we actually ended up going door to door with flyers and sold product that way because our website was such a massive failure. It it didn't know how to drive traffic, so it didn't work out. So we lost $5,000, but in the process, I learned Photoshop and I learned web design. That's when I started working on both of those skills. So I learned the skill of Photoshop and I learned web design coding. The problem was I didn't have enough money to pay anybody else to do it. And so I learned how to do it myself and started stacking skills. Okay, 2006, I started a company called Boise Equity Solutions. I lived in Boise, Idaho at the time. And I helped a real estate agent find foreclosure leads. The business was not ultimately successful, but I learned how to spot opportunity and talk to people according to their needs, understanding what people's needs were, their fears, their worries, their wants, and helping them make decisions based off of those emotional triggers. Okay, 2007, I started Simpson Financial. I was a financial advisor. I got a Series 7 and 66 licenses and was an insurance agent at the time and figured I could could learn how to sell financial services, get people into mutual funds and stocks and things like that. Uh, That was not successful. But I learned how to present and speak professionally with people. I also learned that the worst case scenario is never as bad as we may imagine it to be. This was right before the financial crisis in 2008. And all of our clients lost money. And I just couldn't keep that. So I was in my early 20s. I couldn't, I could not maintain that level of stress. It just gave me stomach aches every single day. But I learned valuable lessons from it. 2008, I started a DVD vending machine company called Mega Movie Boxes right after Redbox came out. And I thought we could compete with Redbox. 
we lost $40,000 in that venture when I was making about $25,000 a year. <laughs> and, uh, but I learned graphic design, more Photoshop. I also learned how to negotiate, reach out to companies and make deals with people. And, and then I also learned how to not overextend and that money is in a constant state of flow or motion. So I learned a lot of financial things with that business. And I also learned just a lot of like technical things and a lot of skills. Again, stacking the, st the skills. 2009, I took over a business that my in-laws started and I learned how to work hard, how to manage time. This business was actually a success, but it was more of a job. It wasn't a business business. It was, it was something that I owned. It was a job that I took over. But I learned how to maximize earning potential and think of ways to increase revenue, which was really fun. Uh, 2010, we wrote our first book, or we wrote really two books um, back to back. Uh, we lost money from that, but we learned how to use social media to influence. We learned how to use blogs, and we learned how to use Facebook to sell books and, and to build a following. 2011. I became a motivational speaker. I learned from a lot of failures with that one. I, I wasn't a very good speaker when I was trying and attempting to be somebody else, but I learned that authenticity is more important than having a perfect ability to speak. You guys hear it on this podcast all the time. I, I try to just be myself because if I try to be somebody else, then it's comes across inauthentic and nobody buys it and, and uh, I, I lose respect and, and uh, lose credibility. And so I learned how to be authentic when I spoke. I still wasn't very good at it. And if you guys hear me speak on stage now, and I'm still, I stumble and I bumble and I'm not the greatest speaker in the world, but I try to come across authentic and hopefully that makes up for it. But I learned how to speak in front of large groups and, and create a message for audiences when I was a motivational speaker, quote, unquote. <laughs> 2014, we combined our message from our books and motivational speaking and started a YouTube channel. And what's cool about this is we learned persistence and, and consistency. And after a few years, we uh, got ourselves to 120 million views. Actually, I think it's over 125 million views now and over 400,000 subscribers on YouTube which was a massive success. Like we took the things that we learned from 2005 all the way up to, to that point and utilized them to build out this social media presence, this following. And that's when things really started to turn, right? We are, we're nine years into entrepreneurship at this point. 2019, so five years after we started our YouTube channel, we used what we learned on YouTube, motivational speaking, web design, sales, presenting, we bought Video Marketing World and made it profitable, right? Victory. It's awesome. We took our skills that we learned and incorporated them into this business and made it profitable. 2020, using what I learned from everything up to this point, Video Marketing World, all of the skills that I developed from all of those business setbacks, all of the losses in, in entrepreneurship. I started Rafiti Media, the YouTube agency. Year one was massively profitable we made a significant amount of money in year one. I think it was from like zero to 200,000 some dollars in the first year. And then 2022, uh, because we're focused and dedicated and consistent, 
with our messaging and the things that we're talking about at Rafiti Media, we're able to scale our business to seven figures. We'll do over seven figures this year. And the train isn't stopping. It grows almost every single week. We have calls and word of mouth is in, insane. So my point in all of this, you guys, I think it's really, really important for you to understand is that you could take a look at the first nine, 10 years of our life. We have really probably up to about 2017. So 12 years of my marriage with my wife. Well, 13 years was my marriage with my wife. And everything that we were doing up to that point, everything that we had done up to that point, you could look at it and say, man, you failed. And it's true, like we had setbacks again, but I didn't quit. I even had people close to me who would say things like, you're always hopping from thing to thing. You're never focused on anything. Uh, that, that hurts, you know, like that gets in your head when people who are closest to you say things like that. And it sucks. And so I use that as motivation to stay consistent, stick with it. And ultimately, if you stick with it long enough, you work hard enough, you stay consistent, you commit to getting better with every single business, with every single decision, you stack your skills, you learn new skills and you're not afraid of it. Like I don't outsource skills. I learn the skills first, I master them, or I at least try to master them, and then I outsource it. If you do all of those things, you're setting yourself up for success. The only path that you are on is ultimately going to lead you to success. But you can't give up. The people who give up never amount to what they're truly capable of. And they end up frustrated and, and disappointed and sad in themselves. I know so many people who are close to me who have big ideas, but they're either too afraid to make a decision to jump on those ideas and go as far as they can with them, or they've had some setbacks earlier in life that have made them fear failure again or fear loss. And that's when you fail. It's when you're too afraid to take a chance. And so you quit. So you give up. So my message to all of you who are on YouTube, who are on social media, who are in business in general and life in general, to be honest, don't give up. Keep working. Even if you've had a bankruptcy, even if you've had a, a divorce, even if you had hard things happen in your life, if you don't quit, you won't fail. Learn from your mistakes and continue to grow. That's all I got for you guys today. If you like this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast hosting platform. And uh, make sure to go say hi to our sponsor, Volley. Go sign up for the Volley app. It's great. Come find us in there. We'd love to have you. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Video Marketing World podcast. If you could do us one favor, if you got any value out of this podcast, please share it. Share it with another entrepreneur. Share it with a business who has no idea what they're doing when it comes to video marketing. This podcast is to help you scale your business. And we want to make sure that it gets out to those people who need it. And if you're coming to Video Marketing World next year in Dallas, October 6th through 8th, go to videomarketing.world and you'll see that there are still VIP passes available. We'd love to see you there. And last but not least, make sure the word gets spread by leaving a good rating and a five-star review. See you guys on the next one.